Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the second hour of the show. You can get involved by calling 888-775-3773, 888-77-JESSE. J-E-S-S-E, Jesse. My biblical question for this week, what is hell? What is hell? Isn't that an amazing question? Yes, Jesse, that is an amazing question. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com slash show. JesseLeePeterson.com slash show. And if you're out and about doing what you're doing, when you're doing what you're doing, when you look like you're doing what you're doing, you can be listening to the show on your iPhone or iPad by calling the listen line at 641-793-1500. Anywhere in the world. We are heard around the world by everybody and, and their mama if you're white and they mama if you're black. But we are heard. And if you're a flat earther, we are heard up and down the world. Up and down the world if you're a flat earther. Amazing, huh? Uh, to get to, uh, to donate and have your comments read out loud, go to buymeacoffee.com. BuyMeACoffee.com slash JLP Talk or RebuildingTheMan.com. RebuildingTheMan.com. And follow us on social media. Like, follow, ring the bell. It's Friday. It's the second hour of the show today. And every Friday is Get It Off Your Chest Day. Every Friday is... This is Trump. Express Yourself Friday. You Tom like a mug. You need to go to go to go to go and get yourself bleached because everything you say about black people and you're sitting up there looking like a tar baby. Uh, it might sound like a semantics argument, but he's a great alien. I wonder if he's been smoking pot. One thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any <laughs> earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme <laughs> Court. They come from God. That's Satan's daughter. <laughs> and I really believe it's the biggest thing missing from this country. For 14 days, the Satanic Temple has erected a display. We have to bring back our religion. We have to bring back Christianity in this country. President Trump defeating Nikki Haley in the Michigan primary yesterday. I am the chosen one. 
<laughs> if you love only the people who love you, why should you receive a blessing? For even sinners love those who love them. That's right. The sinners only love those who love them, and those that those don't even love them. What the? Let me do this. Let me do some super chats, and then we we'll get to the phone super call. Chat. Super, super, super. Over on buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk, Affermail J bought 10 coffees. Last year on my birthday, I forgave both my parents. My father said, okay, just like Jesse would say. My mom took it well, too, maybe too well, because she started doing the silent prayer as well. My right whole on. my whole life changed, and everything was going great. I got the job I always wanted, etc. But, of course, when you're doing amazing, Satan does things to bring you down, and now I'm going through legal troubles and slowly losing faith. Single tears, crying emoji. Along with everything else I worked so hard for, what should I do? Don't believe any thoughts about what's happening. Going through the legal problems, deal with them, but don't believe what the thoughts have to say about them because that's not you that's going down. That's the for you that make you think you're going down. So do the silent prayer. Doubt every thought with any situation. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. And so going through the situation, the legal situation, whatever situation it might be, Always have a wait and see and keep your eyes on the not you. you. Don't worry. All right. I wish you well. Also on buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk, the Observer of Thoughts is now a member. I wish you all well. The message you share is truly amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Asia bought three coffees. Good morning, Mr. Peterson and crew. I got a job. I was hired right on the spot. I stuck with the silent prayer morning and night. Right on. And I was able to overcome the voices with God's help. They told me I wasn't good enough. I wasn't, wouldn't get the job. It would be a mistake to get a job now. And I waited, and I should wait for my imaginary job to come. What the? I got the job. <laughs> she black. She black. S- smiling party tears emoji. God, congratulations. Stay with it even when things look bad. It's an illusion. Stay with it, stay with it, stay with as you did with that. But do that with all things. Things. Congratulations. She black. John is now a member, a monthly supporter on Buy Me a Coffee. Thanks so much for all you do. Thank you. I appreciate your support. Andrew bought three coffees. Hey, Jesse, I wanted to give the biblical question a try. What is hell? Hell is emotions. The good ones keep you in it, while the bad ones are used to torture and torment. Amazing. Thank you. I'll put my two cents in on Sunday. Thank you. Someone says, when you, have, when you have a thought, do you get a feeling from it only if you believe the thought? That's a good question. If you, and you will if you stay with it. If you start catching those thoughts really fast, you will not get the feeling. Because you caught the thought in the past, right? Uh, so, no, you will not get the feeling if you catch the thoughts before you get into them, believe them or whatever. Amazing. Thank you. Another someone says, when doing the silent prayer, I see the emotions inwardly. I scream with anger, then tears soon after. In a few moments, it's gone. Is that dying from the ego? Whenever you consciously watch thoughts and feelings without opinion, without 
discussing it with them, with thought. Don't communicate with them. You're dying from the ego, that old nature, which is evil and is deep. It's being taken away from you. Absolutely. Be patient. No more thoughts on the biblical question. What is hell? Oh, what is hell? Hell is being separate from God. It says no more thoughts. Thank you. No more thoughts. I put my question in. I mean, I put, I'll deal with that on Sunday. Thank you so much. I love Jesse says, hello, Jesse. I see that I've passed on the same evil spirits to the to daughters that were passed on to me from my mother and her mother. Yeah. Is there any way I can help them besides doing the silent prayer? I already see so much fear, anger, resentment towards me at such a young age. Thank you for your help and for everything you do. Thanks, emoji, heart emoji. Apologize to them for what you've done and let them know, you know what? I didn't realize what I was doing at the time, but I was wrong. And then you work on you and let's go, let God's will be done. And, and I don't know how old they are, but if, not, if they don't overcome it as kids, when they get older, it's up to them to work on themselves or not. But apologize. You didn't know what you were doing. You couldn't see at the time. Amazing. And just work on yourself. Canadian David supporting on Rumble. Dot com slash J.C. Lee Peterson. You got to know how to rumble. The little white girls actually do steal a lot of clothes. They have an innocent disguise. It was more of a known stereotype in the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) I do know that white girls, there are white girls who have stole stuff, but the point was all this mess that's going on now is, for the most part, not coming from white people. It's coming from people of color. But they want you to think it's white people because they want to use the people of color they want them to be of destruction so they can use them for personal gain. And so that's why they blame it, have those pictures of the white girls. Thank you. WD41 gave a couple of diamonds saying, have a good weekend, everyone. Thank you. You too, and thank you. That's over on J.C. Lee Peterson DLive, dlive.tv slash J.C. Lee Peterson. Oh, Aries man. 1 also gave a diamond. Thank you. No message. Thank you. Rights for Whites says over on Odyssey, can you call out the Jews more, JLP? Rights. For what? For whites. I love that title, that name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rights for whites. Thank you. I appreciate it. Donnie's girl's idea is a uh, gave a rumble rant, rumble super chat. Did they say, can I call out the Jews? Yeah. What does that mean? Call them out. I'm calling out evil whenever I see it. Nice. And evil work to all people who have anger, no matter what race they might be or religion. Uh... They're evil. Anyone that has anger is evil. Thank you. Donnie Girl's idea gave a rumble rant. The notifications for your show on Rumble keep getting turned off. I set it back to on to instant, so let's see how this goes. Enemy is working overtime, but so are we for God. Love your godly wisdom. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank for your support. And you can always just know that we're all live Monday through Friday, nine uh, 6 a.m. Pacific time. 9 Eastern on Rumble, as well as Sundays at 11 a.m. and Fridays at noon Pacific time. Heard around the world. With the fallen state. And if you're a flat earther, heard up and down the world. Amazing. And thank you, guys. That's all for now. Thank you all. I appreciate it. 888-775-3773. Thank you. Let me go to, to the United Kingdom. And talk to a first-time caller, George. George, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hello, Jesse. Hey, George. 
Amen. Amen. I'm uh, I'm struggling with alcoholism. What do you mean you're struggling with it? Um, so I've been like a habitual drinker for about three years. I've been listening to you for about four years. Um, and I used to go fishing and listen to like you on my headphones and stuff. Right. And it made me feel good. Like I was, I used to feel positive. But recently, like since the lockdown, I've been like drinking a lot, a lot, a lot to the point where it's like putting me in hospital and stuff. So I don't know if you have any advice. Or... And so how are you struggling though? What are you doing? When you say you struggle with, you, you fight, you, you fight with it. Um, how are you struggling? I don't understand that. I'm struggling because I, I know, but um, how are you? Are you like, what are the steps in struggling? Um, just like I always wake up thinking, oh, don't worry, I won't drink today. And then I go to the shop and then I am drinking. So. Oh, you wake up and you tell yourself you're not going to drink. Yeah, I don't know if it's the demons in my head, man. It feels like the devil, isn't it? It is. 100%. Here's what I recommend. I, want, I recommend you get rid of all opinions, all ideas about drinking. Don't judge yourself. Don't tell yourself you're going to do it or you're not going to do it because the drinking is not the problem. The problem is you're believing the thoughts and feelings about the drinking. You, you're, you're not watching those thoughts. You're believing them, and that's why you're doing it. You need to watch those thoughts, and then... Let's say you don't drink for an hour or two, and all of a sudden the urge come really hard on you. You can't help it. You just got to do it, right? Be aware of yourself doing it. Be aware you're going to the to the uh, this uh, refrigerator, wherever the liquor is. Be aware of yourself getting it out, pouring it into the glass. Be aware of yourself drinking it, but have no opinion about it. And I promise you, if you have no opinion about it, it'll be taken away from you. Don't go unconscious. It's consciousness that will cause you to overcome it. But don't you, don't try to fight it yourself. You can't fight that. See, this is what I struggle with because my my father was an alcoholic. And I feel like, I, I always remember growing up thinking, I'll never be like my dad. And then... Now I'm kind of exactly how he is, and I don't Be, speak to him anymore. But. Because you judged your father, so you became like him. When you were a kid, you judged your father for drinking and carrying on, so you become like what you hate. Did you forgive your father for, for that yet? Have you apologized for hating him for that? I found it really hard to forgive my father. In fact, in the last two months, I've actually cut contact with him because I just felt like, I don't know. I couldn't. I just, yeah, I don't know. I just cut contact with him. I don't know. So have you forgiven your father for drinking like and doing those things while you were growing up? I haven't, no. And how will you, that's why you're drinking too, because you're in hell right now. How will you be forgiven if you don't forgive? Mm. Yeah, I know. No, that was a question. Um, how will I be forgiven if I don't forgive? 
I know, because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's, it's all new to me, you know? Like, this way of thinking and stuff. And what give you the right? Do you think you're better than your father? No, I admire him. And so if you admire him, you will forgive him so that your heart will change and then you won't need the drinking. The only reason you need the drinking, the drinks like that, and you can't do it in moderation, is because you hate your father. So you've been separated from God and Satan is your God. You don't have a right at all. Not one human being have the right to not forgive other human beings. I know. I find it hard though, Jesse. Like, I really do. Like, I've, it, it's really um, frustrating for me because, like, I see my dad and I love him so much, but I you, you don't love him. You hate him, him because I'll be if, you, I do resent him. I do resent him. I do. I do. But then you don't love him. You just hate him. If you loved him, you would have forgiven him already. And you, and so you're struggling because you're playing God. You think you have the right to resent your father, and as a result, Satan is your God. I do feel that as well. I feel, yeah. You, you know, well. you notice how you said you were fighting with alcohol. You didn't want to do it. Yeah, I, I always grew up thinking. I was like, I, I remember growing up thinking like. My dad was always drinking alcohol all, all the time, hiding it from my family and stuff. And I remember it caused so much destruction in my family. And then me thinking, I'll never turn out like him. You're, and then you're before I'd like, I didn't even realize. And I just sat, sat on the chair thinking, I'm exactly like my dad. Right. You become like what you judge. You become like the person you hate. And your father didn't want to drink either. That's why he was hiding it. He didn't want to do it. And the same thing. And the same thing that caused you to do it was the same thing that caused him to do it. He hated his mother. He was yearning for his father. It's no different. Your father didn't want to be an alcoholic and it, or a drink, and it wasn't your father that's causing the destruction. It was your mother and your father. Your father hated your mother. He didn't know how to deal with her. He couldn't handle your mother. Mm, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, looking. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry? Yeah, no, sorry, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a lot for me to get my head around. Um, Your mother was I'm not, not an easy person to deal with. Huh? Your mother was not an easy person for your father to deal with, and that's why he was drinking, because it was like trying to deal with his mother. And, and he couldn't handle it. He had the same issue you're having. And you're having the same issue he's having. And if you forgive him and your mother, have you forgiven your mother? Um, what do you mean, like, because I've listened to a lot of your shows, what do you mean, like, going to her and, like, saying, like, I forgive you? Right. That I haven't done that, no. I have spoke to her briefly about it because I spoke to her because I feel like it's easier to speak to my mum 
than it is to my dad. So I spoke to my mum and said, Mum, I need to forgive dad. And she's like, don't do that because he'll go crazy. And I was like, okay, cool. And you, um, the reason for that, because you are identified with your mother. You're just like your mother. You have your mother mindset. You have her emotions. You have her thoughts. You're just like your mother. You have the spirit of the woman. And that's why you're not, you have not gone and forgiven your mother, I mean your father, because you see him the same way your mother did, and your mother don't want you to forgive him because she wants you to be in her image. I don't feel like I can forgive my father, though. Because if, if I go and say to my dad, oh, I forgive you, he will say to me, like, what are you forgiving me for? You're the one who's caused all the trouble, da 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 da, da. Like, So it's like, I don't know how that's possible. And, and, um, but how do you know what will happen if you haven't done it? Um, just because I know my dad and he's, he's still an, alcohol- an alcoholic and he's um, quite, like, an aggressive alcoholic. So but how do, you, I, I tend to- how do you know what will happen if you went to your father and say, Father, I am wrong for resenting you. I judged you all my life. I agree with my mother and I've been wrong. I'm sorry. How do you know what's going to happen? You never had that type of conversation with him. You've yeah. always treated your father the way your mother treated him. Yeah, alcoholic. He ain't worth nothing. We're better than him. Mm. I don't know. I'm scared, though, man. I don't, I don't know how I would, like, I don't know how I would approach him, to be honest. You would go to him, Father, I'm sorry for resenting you. I judged you all my life, and I'm wrong for that. I realize now you couldn't help yourself. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. What's hard about that? Then I, I think if I approached him in that way, he would give me backlash, and I would, it would end up in anger and me not speaking to him and stuff like that. And who's, t- who's telling you that? Um... Well, I just know what he's like. Who's telling you that that's what's going to happen? Um, well, I just, I just know what he's like. So. Who is telling you that's what's going to happen if you did this? What do you mean? Who's uh, said what my thoughts? And where are you getting those thoughts from? In my head. And why would you create thoughts in your head that will hold you into captivity and keep you away from life? Why would you uh, come up with a thought like that? Mm. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I would come up with a thought like that because I know from previous experiences. But that's not it. Those are not your thoughts. Those are your, the thoughts of your God, the devil. He's telling you, don't go and forgive because you know how he is. This is what's going to happen. And you're saying, okay, God, I won't go and forgive. You're worshiping the devil. And you're going to stay in hell until you forgive. No, but Jesse, you don't understand, man. It was, it was so... Well, I don't want to say that, but it was so bad as a kid. Like, I don't. It's hard to forgive him. Like, I can't explain it. Like, How you know it's hard to forgive him when you've never forgiven? Do 
Yeah, that's the one thing I, I do. I do like it weighs on my conscience. I'm like, I'm thinking, like, I'm going to go to the grave, like presenting I, him. I will. How do you know it's hard to forgive when you have never forgiven? Okay. I know you're good at this. I've watched you for a long time. Um, I know it's so hard, though. How do you know it's hard to forgive when you have never forgiven? If I forgive him, does it mean that I have to, like, can I forgive him without being in, do I have to say it to him? How do you know it's hard to forgive when you have never forgiven? Okay. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just thinking. Um, How do I know it's hard to forgive if I've never forgiven um, because it is hard to forgive. How do you know it's hard to forgive if you have never forgiven? I don't know. I, do you know what? I'm not sure I know how to forgive. I just you you said you've been listening to my show for a long time. You know how to forgive. Admit that you were wrong for resenting him, even as a kid. That you were wrong for resenting him. You were wrong as an adult, and now you become like him. I'm raw. I can't help myself, so I'm just saying you can help yourself. And stop, no, listen, right. stop listening to the devil telling you what's going to happen. You're going there to forgive. You're not expecting anything from him. Whatever he does is on him. It has nothing to do with you. So what, what do you think is the... So, like, for me... For someone in my position who feels like, I don't know, like resentful and it's hard to forgive, what would you say like is like a good train of thought to try and forgive or like what like or like what is a good mindset to try and forgive? I don't know. A good mindset is no mindset. No mindset. Right. Just go and do it. What what Just go and do it. If you think about doing it, you're, you're worshiping the devil, and he's not going to want you. All the little demons and the devil are not going to want you to do it because they want to live in you. And you shall always be turned away from God as long as you're turned away from your earthly father. Yeah, because I do love him. It's not that. You don't I love do him. Love if you loved him, you would have forgiven him. Okay. You are yearning for yeah. him, that's for sure, because you're yearning for a return to the Father, but you don't love him. You don't even know what love is at this point. And, but when you go and forgive, I'm sorry for resenting you, then you shall know what love is. But you have no idea what love is at this point. Well, yeah, I believe what you're saying as well. I want to um, know what love is. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I, I think that was my question anyway, so I don't want to waste your time. Why don't you forgive your mother? 
She caught, um, she turned you away from your what? father by judging him, and you judged by your mother judging him. You judged him too. You just like your mother. Why don't you forgive her for what she's done to you? I'm not sure she's done anything bad to me. Well, why you? How do you think you became just like her? You think and act just like her. How did that happen? Well, I wouldn't say that. I don't think I feel like think I'm my mother. Yeah, your mother don't, is, is an unforgiving person, too. Mm. Well, this is what I'm trying to say, though. It's like, if he didn't come home every day and get drunk and that, then we wouldn't feel the same, but obviously we went... That had nothing to do with you. That was between your mother and your father, but your mother got you involved in it without you realize what was happening. Your father didn't come home because he hated your mother and he couldn't deal with the hell in her, so he would have to get drunk. (laughs) Yeah, you might be right. No, I know I'm right. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Your mother is not an angel. Well, she's an angel sent by Satan. She's an evil angel, but she's not a God angel. You know, one thing I have learned since I've been listening to you is like women, they, they do worship Satan. Like their, their natural state is to yeah. worship yeah. Satan. Like 100%. Are you doing the silent prayer, my silent prayer? Um, do you know what? I was doing it about two years ago and then I fell out of it. Well, go back so, to the prayer. No, no, no. no, no go, no. George, go back to the prayer, forgive your parents and let me know what happened. We have a counseling okay. service, All right. and I have to admit, back in a moment, to God, it is the best counseling service on this side of heaven. I counsel with men and women, families, individuals around the world. Most people are unhappy. They're miserable. They have rough lives. They're depressed, suicidal, young and old of all races. I understand. I know why, and I do understand it. Because exactly what's happening in me is happening with everybody outside of me, inside of them. And I've noticed that with those who really, really, really want to understand, they overcome it just like that. Out of one counseling session. If you need counseling, you can go to rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-2663. 800-411-BOND. Best counseling service on this side of heaven. announcement number one for personal shout outs weddings congratulations anniversaries birthdays encouragement I will do them myself for you go to cameo c-a-m-e-o dot com slash Jesse Lee Peterson I think 
C-A-M-E-O dot com slash Jesse Lee Peterson for, for personal shout outs. And then check out my books. They are amazing. They are amazing. From Rage to Responsibility, my first book. Scam, How the Black Leadership Exploits Black Americans, second book. Seven Guaranteed Steps to Spiritual, Family, and Financial Success Guide. A little pocket guide that if you're thinking about starting a business or you're already in business or you have a job and you just want to know what to do, and you need, all you need is seven steps. If you do them, you can't go wrong, but you got to do them. You got to be a doer of the word, not just a hear. And, and then last but not least, the antidote, healing America from the poison of hate, blame, and victimhood. And if ever we need a he- needed a healing, it is now. It is now. It's amazing. And yes, I will sign all the books. I will sign them. Go to rebuildingtheman.com, rebuildingtheman.com. Or call slash store, I think. Is it store, James? Rebuilding the man. I'm sorry? Rebuildingtheman.com slash store. Or call 800-411-BOND. 800-411-2663. And while you're there, make a donation to my nonprofit. Thank you all for your help. All right? Let me go quickly to K out of uh, Texas. Okay, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hi, Jesse. I'm so glad that the segregation month is over. I mean, Black History Month. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, this is March already, huh? What the? Yes. Amazing. Yes, yes. yes. And before I even tell you um, what's on my mind, you know, my company, we had a little like Black History Month celebration, and it was so odd. You can see all the white people looking so guilty and trying to, you know, you know, try to save us, the black people over there. And I was like, no way, I'm out of here. And I left there as fast as I can. So, and so there, the and now they're saying that March is something called Women's Month or something. What the? Oh, oh my God. I'm like, what? Ain't nothing like White History Month. July is White History Month. Let's see if they celebrate that. No, they're not going to do that. And that's the main reason why I called, because I was on ChatGPT, and I asked the system, the AI, can you generate an image of a black person holding a Black Lives Matter sign? And it generated it perfectly. But when I said generate an image <clears throat> of a white person holding a white life's matter. He said, no, I can't do it because it's a divisive subject and I'm not trained to do that. Wow. Said, what? And then, and then I said, can you generate an image saying Asian life's matter? It quickly did it. I said, can you generate an image with African life's matter? It did it. But anything that says white, it says no, it's divisive. So what I'm trying to say is, I mean, I like that your team that says uniting the race, 
Right. Right now, what they are doing, they are really, really segregating. Yeah. And I always tell my white friends, you guys better wake up, as you always say, because they are coming for the white people. And as a black person, I'm originally from Africa, Ghana, and I'm like, we need to stand by our white friends because we are all the same. You know, we are all people and we cannot stand. You know, we were all mad when they were treating the blacks badly, but now they are turning on upon the white folks and it's not going to end well with how things are going. They, it, it, it is called divide and conquer. And, mm-hmm. and you're right in that white people, and I've been warning whites for the last 30-something years, they better start speaking up, and so far they haven't, and things have only gotten worse. We should be United States of America, not divided state of America. It's not going to work as long as we're divided. Yes, yes. And, and just to add to your, the thing that you always say, Right now, we have black leaders. I'm suggesting they start having white leaders to fight for them. Yep. Absolutely, man. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Amazing. <laughs> thank you, Kay. I appreciate it, buddy. I got to run, but thank you. That's amazing. Okay. Thank you. God bless you for everything you're doing. You too, buddy. Thank you. Amazing. Isn't that a mess? 888-775-3773. David out of Oregon. David, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hi, Jesse. Hey, David. How are you, sir? All is well. I'll make it piffy. Okay. <laughs> make it piffy. If you truly care about homeless people, then complain about the border instead of homeless people, because in my state of Oregon, they are using taxpayer dollars to build homeless shelters now. They're doing that down here in uh, L.A. as well, man. Oh, I didn't know. I just received a letter yesterday. I was shocked. But only if you make more than uh, 125000 uh, Yeah. Yeah, they're doing that in L.A. And and they seem to be doing it. I know in New York, they're putting the, uh, the, uh, the illegal aliens up in a Mesa hotel, so I'm told, and according to reports. Can I say one more thing? Yes. I remember 10 years ago, I worked in construction. And at first, I would only see Mexicans mowing the lawn and maybe some framing. And then then some years later, it was drywall and painting. And now they took the whole project. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) They, They hate the American citizens. And they're using the illegal aliens for personal gain. It's all about that. It's not that they they don't love the illegal aliens. They don't love the homeless people. They're using them to gain wealth and perceive power for themselves. My daddy always said, if you don't want to work, there's an illegal Mexican always ready to take your spot. Right. Amazing. Amazing, David. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. All right, buddy. That's amazing. They're doing it everywhere, David. Let me go to First Time. That's a line, 888-775-3773. First Time Caller, Robert out of California. Robert, welcome to the show. You're on the air. 
Uh, good morning, Jesse. Uh, let me step out real quick. I'm over here at work. Uh, anyway, uh, so the reason why I'm calling is I want to ask you, where do you think that heaven is? Because I'm widowed and my wife passed away in 2021. And I just think like, you know, I know kind of like what the Bible says, but it's not real clear. So where do you think heaven it could be? Is it a spiritual place? Is it a, is it like another planet or what do you think? Well, heaven is inside of us and it's above and it's definitely spiritual. It's a spiritual place. Okay. So it's like another dimension that we can't fully understand? Absolutely. But what happens is when you overcome thoughts, mm-hmm. you're never going to understand it as long as you live in that old nature of thoughts and feelings. But when you overcome right. thought, you're going to start to understand heaven. Okay. And um, so if you say that the ego is making the people do these bad things that we don't want to do. And I agree with that. But so does that mean that nobody ever goes to hell? No, everyone that believes thoughts, they're already in hell. Everyone that believes thoughts, period, are living in hell and they are catching hell inside of them. So, like, when people, like, because I thought in the Bible it says, don't people, like, when they die, if they don't um, accept God and His Son Jesus, that they, they go to hell or they can go to hell and they say something like that? Well, if they die without overcoming, without forgiving, so the heart can change from hate to love, if they die in those thoughts, if they die in anger, the same way they lived on earth, burning inside, they will continue that way after they leave their bodies. There is nowhere else to go because they're going to die in the same misery that they lived, and there's no way to overcome it. You have a chance to overcome it while you're living, but once you drop your body, you don't have a chance to overcome it. But then why does, in, in the Bible, doesn't it say that, that Jesus came to, to you know, to so that way that God, we can be back together with God. So, I mean, uh, doesn't it say, let me see. Do you know that, that, uh, I don't even know what to say. Um, so anyway, Jesus came, so we don't have to go to hell, but like for the people that, 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 that don't believe in, in Jesus and God, that they, that they might have to go to hell. I mean, isn't that what the Bible says? What I, mean, happened, I know you don't believe in the Bible. But what happened is, once you, uh, once you see that you're already in hell by paying attention to yourself inside, and you see this anger that you have, the worries, the fear, the jealousy, the envy, the strife, and no love, you see that you're already in hell. And once you go and forgive, God will forgive you and bring you out of hell right here on earth. Okay, and so, so while you're living, while you're alive, if you have, have forgiven and you're dying from that old nature, 
you're overcoming hell, you have paradise right here on earth. All right. So when I went, I started listening to you about six months ago, right? I found you on uh, YouTube. I was watching that Dr. Umar, because I, I, I was crack up on the outrageous things he was saying. I seen you kind of like debating him. And I was like, man, who's this guy? Because like you say, when you hear something that's true, you're like, yeah, that's true. Right. And then I started looking into, okay, where can I see this guy talk? And then I started watching your show on YouTube, and then I've been watching it. I really like it and agree with everything you say. So I went um, to go forgive my mom, and um, but I forgot. I told her that I forgave her for ruining my childhood, uh, for taking me to court, trying to take my kids from me um, on lies, and for like uh, hating my wife and, and making all kinds of problems between us, and that I forgave her because it, it was a evil spirit that was in her that uh, that she didn't know what she was doing, and of course she said, you know, what are you talking about and all that. But I forgot the part where I was supposed to say that uh, I was sorry for resenting her, right? Because like when I first started listening, it was always uh, going hard on don't apologize. So what do you think about that? You did fine. You, as long as you saw that you need to forgive her, you don't have to use the exact words that I say. I'm just giving you an example. Is that right. you? Uh, when you go and forgive, what you're doing is apologizing for resenting her for what she did. And God will forgive you. So you did fine. That's fine. Yeah, and, and I'm starting to see a lot of things. I do the silent prayer day and night. Uh, and I do read the Bible. I like to read the Bible uh, and all that. And, and I'm starting to see... Uh, like, uh, man, you know, my mom really, really had a, still does still have a lot of, uh, I guess, evil in her. But <laughs> I, there's nothing I can do about that. That's right. And another, and one last thing I wanted to say is, you know what? I think I enjoy your when you sing them songs, <laughs> even though I can't stand that song, All Out of Love. That's so lame. The REO Speedwagon. I'm all out of love. I'm yeah, so yeah, alone other- without you. Oh, my God. You make me want to throw up. So now, uh, come on, man. That's so weak for a man to think like that. But so anyway, I was hoping come on, man. that you get together with some of your guys. And you need to cut an album, man. I'll buy it. All right. Sure. All right. We're you know, working all on that. Good, all those good Christian remakes and all those ones you do. Yes. And you have like a little record. I think it, I think people will buy it because uh, everybody loves you singing. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for taking my call, man. I got to go back to work. You have a great day. Okay. okay? Stay with the prayer, right. Robert, and watch your thoughts, all right? All right. Thank you. All Bye-bye. right. Bye. Amazing. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. I like that song. Oh, you do? Yeah. Hate like that song. It's so painful. <laughs> so emotional. 888-775-3773. Sarah is out of North Carolina. Smile, Sarah. Go ahead and sing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> smile, Sarah. Won't you smile a while with me? Sarah, <laughs> amazing. 
Well, Jesse, back in my fallen state, and I even tell my kids about this, but um, I went into law enforcement, and boy, I worked as a police officer, and it was so eye-opening about just the nature of women and also of men. But um, just a comment on your call the other day about the female police officers, you're absolutely correct. Um, most of them are smaller in stature, and we have reduced... Um, physical agility requirements, um, whereas the guys would have to do 12 pull-ups, we just have to do about three, you know, and, um, <laughs> and we, yes, and we definitely had to have backup, like a guy could possibly go on a call and handle it on their own, they like them to have backup, but there's no way a woman can go on a call and handle the call on her own. Yeah. Um, it's just too dangerous. And um, the woman there, uh, I noticed it was, I, guess, I don't know if it's an unspoken rule, but a lot of them were doing things to secure their employment, if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yes. So the, but, and then the men, so after the women do that, the they have a Me Too card. They could use it. They could cash it in whenever they want to, you know. Yeah. And uh, as, as soon as they want to, you know, pull that card, they pull it out and say, hey, look at what he did to me. So the men are giving up their power to the women. And I wasn't with the program, so I didn't last long at all, you know. Um, so they come to expect it out of the new women who are starting in the in the position. And so... Uh, these women, they say they care about women, but they don't, but they don't because um, uh, they're setting a precedent that if you want that job, I mean, this is what you have to do to keep that job. That's amazing. Every, yeah. Everything is about money and perceived power and self. It's never about anyone else. So that's why you see a lot of female police chiefs. I mean, there's so many female police chiefs, and don't be deceived, they all did what they have to do to get there. It's really scary when you think about it. Like, these are now the leaders of the department, and they lead like mama, you know? They're <laughs> yeah. they're just making excuses for the criminals as well. Like, they don't know what's going on. So uh, many of the shootings, I would look at it and say, this is like justified shooting according to the handbook. And they would say, this is horrible. I can't believe this officer did that. They will be investigated, even though they know that the shooting is justified. And they make up all kind of mama programs, like, we have to go to the community and love on these people. Amazing. And all of it is ridiculous. So there's no longer the strong arm of the law. You see a lot of more passive. Even the men who are promoted, are, you know, they're doing the same thing now, but yeah. more so the women. This is why we got to bring back the order of God in Christ, Christ in man, man of a woman, because women were not created to lead. It's just not in their nature. And I, when I look at my country, I tremble because I see that they're putting all these women in these so-called positions of power, and they're making sure that things are not going to, be better or get better because they'll put in the women there to make sure it doesn't happen. 
And when they surveyed the women, the women don't even like women leadership. Right. They, we used to hate it when it, we had a new female supervisor. We know it's over, you know? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Most people like male leadership because it's the natural way. Absolutely. Amazing call, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm glad you got out of there. Yes. Praise the God. <laughs> now I'm home with my kids, and I love it. I would never want to live that way ever. Right on. <laughs> That's nice. That's amazing. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye now. Amazing. Super chat. Super chat. Super chat. Over on. Huh? You scared me. Charlotte bought a coffee. Because of the attack on white people, Jewish Americans, who were clearly considered white before, are trying to separate themselves from being called white. Some Italians are doing the same. What a shame. And that's what's happening? That's what she says. Or I, I wonder if that he. really happened. And so now that the attackants are on the whites, the white Jews want to make sure that y'all know they're Jews and not whites. Oh, yeah, of course. I can see that. Maybe that happened. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Stan69 with a diamond. Y'all didn't read my message yesterday. What the? <laughs> Question mark, exclamation mark. My bag, if you indeed gave a diamond or a ninjagini or a ninjet, Stan69, I didn't apparently see it. So I missed it. Make sure you screenshot your diamonds and other things over on DLive because DLive doesn't keep a record. So Yeah, I didn't see it either. Amazing. Sorry about that. Thank you. Yeah, apologies. Yeah. Aries, we like your super chats. Aries one gave a diamond. Thank you. No Thank message. you. Hold that. All right. I got to take a break. One more hour to go. One more hour to go when I come back. We got to finish your super chats and... And get right back to the callers. Hake is coming in with hate news. Not the fake news, but the hate news. And I'll be back in a moment. Steve, thank you for calling and thanks for holding. How have you been helped by the show? I'm going to tell you this. I believe you might go down in history as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, black man that ever lived on planet Earth as far as I'm concerned. I don't know anybody before you that's been that great. You know, freeing slaves is one thing, but you've been freeing people of their mind, which matters. It should be anyhow to you more than anything else, because with the mind not being right, there ain't nothing else going to happen right anyway. If you can doubt every thought because you're not your thoughts, if you can doubt every thought, knowing that you're not your thoughts, you don't create them. They are not from God, that they're from the deceiver, the great deceiver, Satan. If you can doubt every thought, you can be free just like that. At an instant. Bring every thought into captivity. It's so amazing. Frightful weather some people are having, believe it or not. Uh, it's okay over here. Getting a little bit of rain and, uh, over the weekend. Pro-life propaganda is controversial. For the ladies at the skim. Not abortion, though. Not pro-abortion propaganda. And there's a little China virus update, and the Injustice Department is going after Boeing. This is the end of Hour 2 of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. It is Friday, March 1st, the first of the month. Rent's due. Uh, 2024 AED, or send in your uh, mortgage or whatever. Or collect if you're an owner. Nice. Stay tuned for Hour 3, last hour of... Ex- 
Get It Off Your Chest Friday is coming right up. JLP will be right back to your calls. There, in the, there is one line open. You can call in right now during hate news, not fake news, so the JLP can get to you. By the way, speaking of JLP, get your JLP Live app if you have an iPhone or iPad, or you can maybe download the or use the web address if you have Android. Our app, web app, rdo.2to slash jesse. It plays content probably 23, 24 hours a day during the week. Uh, replays the radio JLP radio show off hours. It also plays Hake Monday through Friday, I think. Joel Friday and Anchor Babies Monday through Thursday shows. I don't think it catches Anchor Babies Friday show, of course. Um, you can go to jessieleepeterson.com slash show to find the link to the app and player. I was playing it uh, yesterday driving around in my car on my Bluetooth thing. Uh, in the afternoon and evening. Some great calls, by the way, yesterday. So check that out. It's cool. Uh, extreme weather. Snow in Cali. A blockbuster California storm. Blockbuster. What does that mean? Set to unload up to 10 feet of snow in blizzard conditions, according to Kami Nonsense Network, CNN. In parts of the state of California throughout the weekend, the storm will bury California under its biggest snowfall of the year and create treacherous travel conditions. With up to five inches of snow an hour expected along the Sierra Nevada mountains, beautiful mountains, the most extreme conditions will unfold in the highest elevations in the Sierra. And uh, wind gusts of excess of 100 miles an hour. Wow. Meanwhile, Texas, Tejas, bracing for more dry air and ferocious winds. Ferocious today into the weekend, too. Likely fueling the flames of several wildfires in the region, or at least a few. Uh, the deadly Smokehouse Creek fire has torched more than one million Lakers, <laughs> acres, not Lakers, in Texas alone, making it the largest fire on record in the state. The far-left females at the skim are reporting, who could be the face of the new culture wars? Baby Olivia. Instead of books, parents are fighting over a controversial, which usually means halfway reasonable, fetal development video being pushed into classrooms by the anti-abortion group Pro-Lifers Live Action. The three-minute video was made to reveal the undeniable humanity of pre-born children, and that's a quote. In 2023, North Dakota passed a law requiring public schools to show the video or a similar presentation to students. Since then, states like Iowa and West Virginia, Mountain Mama, are uh, attempting to pass similar bills. Uh, Backers say these bills that they're looking to educate students. Backers of these bills say they're looking to educate students on human development, but medical experts, meaning propagandists with an agenda, say the video is grossly inaccurate by showing development occurs two weeks earlier than it actually does. Oh dear, two weeks, gross, inaccurate. It's leading to concerns that this will mold the next generation to oppose abortion without the proper facts, say the far-left females at the skin. What a mess, huh? Around 98% of the uh, United States population has some kind of immunity to COVID-19, the global homo word for the China virus, whether from infection, prior infection, vaccination, or both, so-called vaccination, right? According to the scared woman-led CDC, unchristian people, by the way, health experts, and you know experts means propagandists, say this only gives some protection against the infection of severe disease, of course. In response, a scared woman-led CDC this week recommended people age 65 and over 
get an additional dose of the China virus vax. Are they in bed with these vax companies? I don't know. It doesn't matter. The current China virus vax updated last fall is considered highly effective, they say, and uh, may cut your chances of certain things. <laughs> Who knows? I'm James Hake. Now back to JLP, Hour 3.